Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our week two picks, and um, Dylan's traveling, so we didn't have our uh, week one reaction. We will kind of add some of that in, obviously, as we talk about some of these games. And, well, from our pick standpoint, it's probably a good thing we didn't uh, do a lot of reaction to week one because uh, there were some picks that were not great. So uh, that is expected to be the trend once again this week as we look at some of these games. But, uh, Dylan, let's just jump right into our games of the week. Now, obviously, we are recording this a little bit late. Um you know, normally we'll have this out for the Thursday night game, but it may not be the case this week. So Chargers are at the Chiefs. Chiefs are four and a half point favorites in this one. You're probably listening to this. You already know what happened, but um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs in this one. I was obviously with the Chiefs and Cardinals, which is pretty incredible. Um, Chargers, my Super Bowl pick uh, to make the Super Bowl. I think did some good things against the Raiders, but um, you know, I think the Chiefs were just. They were fantastic. Don't know, you know what that means for the Chiefs or what it maybe means for the Cardinals. But um, I'll take the Chiefs to win this game. But uh, as always, these two playing, given the current roster, this should be pretty entertaining. Yeah, very excited for this one. Uh, every time these guys have faced each other, Mahomes and Herbert, it's been a great game. All three of them have been either tied late or gone the two of them going to overtime. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun with them. But I'm going with the Chiefs as well. They just look so so good in that game against the Cardinals the defense even stepping up at certain points but on offense they did not look like they had a problem with that Tyreek Hill they had all the answers Clyde Edwards Hilaire's could be a decent fantasy player uh, today in, in terms of daily fantasy by the time you listen to this that won't matter though but um yeah the Chargers I, I was impressed with them too I, I wouldn't be surprised if they take this game the four and a half spread too much for sure to for me to make this a lock for Kansas City but um, I think they are the pick here um, with the Chiefs. I just we'll see if the Chargers can win. They, I, I think they're very, definitely capable. But without Keenan Allen, a shorter week, they had some good things happen with some of the other guys that stepped up. But uh, I'll go with Kansas City, to, especially with the, going back home to get the win. Yeah, I think that uh, we'll see if we. I maybe should have went with my my Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl for a third straight season. There you um, go. Fitting on. How that plays out, but there you go. Like I said you'll you'll know what happened in this one by the time you listen to this. But you will not know about the Vikings and the Eagles if you listen to this before Sunday because um, they are playing as well. That's our second game of the week. Vikings are at the Eagles. Eagles one and a half point favorites in this game. Obviously, Vikings uh, took care of business against the Packers. Uh, I should have should have kept my initial pick, Dylan. Uh, I always some yep. for some reason pick the Vikings against <laughs> the Packers. This time I picked the Packers, and what do you know? The Vikings win. Um, but they were you know obviously did a lot of things really well in that game. Eagles. Put up some points, defense, uh, maybe left a few things to be desired. Uh, but uh, I think the Eagles scoring will not be a lot of, you know, many problems this season doing that, just given their offensive weapons between Hertz and, and Brown and, um, you know, all those guys. They just think the Eagles are going to put up points. Uh, but I am actually going to go the opposite way here, as this will be one of my upsets from a betting number standpoint. 
of the week. I'm going to pick the Vikings to win this game. I just, you know, again, I think the Vikings, I don't know. Like I, I think we pretty much picked them to make the playoffs, but um, I just, I don't know. There's something about this Vikings team. I think with Justin Jefferson and what he can do to completely change a game. And I think they will put up points here against the Eagles. Um, and uh, Dylan, initially you were on my side, but yes. as I'm talking, you are changing your pick here to the Eagles. So uh, I will let you explain why that is. Uh, I mean, I picked the Vikings last week. I, uh, I one of the few good picks that I had, um, sticking with them against the Packers. The thing, I mean, it's just a very different matchup with what the Eagles presented against the Lions. I do think the Eagles' defense, and initially why I had the Vikings here, they really scared me with some of the play calling and some of the uh, things that happened late in that game against Minnesota. But at times earlier in the game, they looked solid enough. And I just think at the line of scrimmage on both sides, I just trust them a bit more. I don't think the same is a very different offensive approach that we're going to see from Philadelphia compared to to what the Packers presented. The Packers also had that the dropped first play to I believe it was Christian Watson down deep down the sideline that would have quickly tied that game at seven. Maybe it's a whole different ball game there for the Packers and Vikings. And the Vikings offense after an amazing first half didn't, you know, in the second half lack that same kind of punch. So I think it's a coin flip game either way. I just still, even with what happened late in that game on defense, I came away pretty impressed with what Philadelphia did on offense. Um, I think it'll be a really close game. The one-and-a-half-point spread here. Some places have it at two. Um, I'm just going to slightly go with the Eagles here at home on, on Monday night. I, I think it, But, again, it could go either way um, by, the, you know, when, by the time we're recording our, our reactions to week one. We won't even have this game in the, done yet. But, yeah. nonetheless, I, I'll, I'll go with Philadelphia in a pretty close one. I, I wanted to side with the Vikings. I just if the Vikings go into Philadelphia and win this game, it'll prove something. I just want to see that maybe first before I go running with them as, you know, I know a lot of times week one, we, we look at teams' performances and we go, this is the, this and that, and they don't always end up panning out. So I want to see it one more week for Minnesota. Oh, we're totally overreacting to week one. We always do that. <laughs> um, so, and maybe that's why as we get to our betting locks here, uh, that is why I've gone with the game that I've gone with because I'm totally overreacting to week one. But we'll see if that's the case, or is it reality? The Titans are at the Bills. The Bills are nine-and-a-half-point favorites in Buffalo. And, yes, I'm making this my betting lock of the week. I'm picking the Bills here. I just think that um, I think I'm going to look back and realize, why did I not just make it simple with my Super Bowl pick and pick the Bills to win it all? Uh, because, my goodness, they look good in week one. And the Titans, meanwhile, did not. Um uh, the, the Giants go on the road, beat the Titans. I just think the Titans, as we said, Dylan, of, of all the divisions, right? And the reason why we are the AFC, that is the brand of the podcast, <laughs> is because somehow in week one, no one came out a winner in the AFC South, yet you had two teams that played each other, and yet no one in the AFC South has a win after week one. Um, that tells you all you need to know about our division here. Uh, because... Yeah, not ideal. Titans lose, Jags lose, Colts and Texans draw. Um, it's just like, man, I, I don't know. Um, so I just think the Bills are significantly better than the Titans right now. And I I see a situation here where the Titans are really going to struggle to score points, period. Uh, because I don't think they're going to be in a situation where Derrick Henry is going to be able to run the ball 30 times and they win this game. They're going to I think give up some points and have to throw the ball. I think that leads to some turnovers. Yep. And I think the Bills run away with this one. 
Yeah, Titans easily could have won the last game, obviously missing a 47-yard field goal there at the end. And it's kind of the tale of, if you compared it to last season, they won all those close games. And they, there were some bad teams that were played in close games, and they found a way to eat those out. Sometimes the chips don't fall your way, and now your wake-up call is going to Buffalo and the other Monday night game. Fun that we get a couple Monday night games coming up here in Week 2. But yeah, no, I think the Bills, uh, I'm the pick obviously here, but also I would feel pretty good about betting on that 9.5 point spread. Some places it's it's risen to 10. This is 9.5 from FanDuel. I think the, the defense for the Bills just looked as complete of a unit uh, depth-wise. I, I mean, they're just at so many spots so strong, even without with the some of the weak, uh, you know, the things at corner where going into that week one game had a bit of concerns about what the Rams would do. Man, they confused them. They played a ton of zone. It's a ton of... Uh, you know they're getting pressure with four guys uh, without blitzing at all for most of the game just adding von miller into a group that was already pretty strong and even the pass rushers around von looked better uh with russo and some of those guys so yeah um just let alone what josh helm can do in that offense i think just up front on like you're saying at the start buffalo's defense it's just going to be hard for the titans to put up points and i i don't see uh, buffalo having too much trouble scoring so i know last year but tennessee won this game just a different Titans team. A.J. Brown, we saw what he did for Philadelphia. And then what him missing can mean for possibly for Tennessee. So it's not that easy just to step in week, uh, immediately and, and replace a guy like that. So I'll go with the Bills. I don't see them having the Titans the same threats in the receiving game as the Rams. And we saw what the Bills just did to the Rams. So, yeah, Buffalo, definitely the pick. And I would go with 9.5 too if I was betting on the spread here. All right, Bengals at the Cowboys. Uh, Bengals are seven and a half point favorites in this game. Uh, Dylan's betting lock. Uh, I'm telling you, Dylan, don't do it. I'll do it because I went with the Bengals last week, and we saw how that turned out. Is my betting lock? I picked them as a I think it was a six and a half point favorite at home yeah. against the Steelers. That did not work out. Um, but a little bit different situation here. Cowboys without Dak, of course, he's out for a while. Um, bounce back game for the Bengals, you would think. And so I can I can understand your thinking here. I, I'm I'm picking the Bengals to win the game, but um, I'm just not I'm not going back to the well just yet after what happened last week. Yeah, I mean that was a crazy game. I, I write some of that off to Week One wackiness. We saw Pittsburgh last year come out with a with a bang and beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Um, I still think the Steelers are probably as we've kind of talked about in our preview episodes better than what we probably gave credit for um, and, and a lot of people have maybe given credit for given what Mike Tomlin has done with that team year in and year out. So I'm not writing too much into that game. I'm, I am writing something into what the Cowboys did on, on Sunday night. Even before Dak got hurt on offense, they looked completely lost. Um, and I will say Cincinnati's defense looked pretty good against the Steelers. They only gave up 13 first downs. The Chiefs almost had more first downs than that in the first quarter <laughs> against the Cardinals. Um, I just don't also see the Bengals being, you know, turning the ball over in the same way. I know that the Cowboys have Micah Parsons and he looked unreal for a large portion of that game. He basically kept the Cowboys in it with some of the plays he was making, especially down deeper, close to the red zone or in the red zone to hold Tampa Bay to some field goals. But in this one, I just, the over under is only 41 and a half. So that makes the seven and a half kind of scary. The Bengals on ESPN's football power index are 82% uh, favorite. That's higher than the Bills over the Titans. Brief, like just barely. I think both of them are, are going to cover, but I just really do not know what to think of Dallas. And I, I have enough faith in Joe Burrow to not turn the ball over as many times as he did again. I think they're going to come out with a maybe a little more uh, conservative game plan. But at the end of the day, 
I still think they end up winning this game by at least a touchdown on the field goal. So I'll go Bengals as my betting lock, trying to build off that Ravens one against the Jets last week. You should have doubled up with me on that one. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I should have. Um, not off to a great start. I, I take pride in my betting locks, but it was not the, the case in week one. But week one, always the most hard to predict, as we say, every year. Uh, maybe things will change in week two. So let's get to our upsets um, because what were our – I don't. I think we both picked the Jags last week, didn't we? Or at least I did, and that didn't. You had out. let's see, and the upsets. Had the you had the Jags. I picked the Jags along with you, and I had the Cardinals. That one really did not work out. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> so we didn't do well there either. So again, we're talking that up to week one. Um, upsets, I think, will be a little bit better maybe this time. Although I'm a little curious about Dylan's pick here. Yeah. But um, we're both all in on this one. Uh, the Patriots are two and a half point favorites on the road against the Steelers. Dylan, I don't get this one. I don't yeah. like this. This to me is the same. Uh, like, this is the same as I don't know the exact same, but similar to the Browns and the Panthers last week. Yeah. We could not figure out why the Panthers were favored, although it's a close game. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know why the Patriots are favored here. Um, maybe there's just a, a thinking of just a full letdown from the Steelers. Uh, I, I don't know, but I the Patriots did not look good <laughs> against the Dolphins. Like they they did not like that offense. I don't know what to think. Uh, of what they're going to be able to do offensively this season. And I don't, I just don't get this one. I don't know why the Patriots are favored. If, if anything, why they're favored by two and a half points, I have no idea. Um, I'm picking the Steelers here straight up, and I don't, again, I don't, I don't understand this one, but maybe someone out there does. Yeah, as we were kind of talking about before, the at least on the if you just pick on the money line, the Steelers are only plus 110. So they the spread is a little higher than what the actual – when you, when you look at the money line, it would seem to indicate this is more like a half point or a point um, spread either way. I yeah, I still don't understand it. I, I think it is still more of a coin toss, especially with TJ Watt out. I don't know, you know, that's you can't replace a guy like that. Good news, obviously, he's not going to be out for the whole uh, season and could be back within a month and a month and a half or so. But in this one, yeah, New England's offense just looked so bad and it was like and it's just i wonder if how quickly and there's a lot i know a lot was made in the uh in the off season about the play calling and some of the different things that were happening there and i just don't know how quickly you can reverse that i don't that one's a hard one to say it's week one choppiness it wasn't like they had a ton of space for most of the game they only had one time where they got past the 50 where they end up throwing the, the early in the game a pick in the end zone but it's going to be tough sledding against pittsburgh and i i think on even with the struggles I mentioned for the Pittsburgh's offense against the Bengals' defense. I think, I mean, at home, I, I think it's a really close game. I do think it's still more of a toss-up, but it just the spread just does not. I mean, I would take the the, the Steelers in the money line even with the only it being plus one ten. I, I they're my pick here as well to win this game. First time that uh, the Patriots and Steelers have played since I believe, and they said since nineteen ninety eight or nine uh, nines. Um, with without either Roethlisberger or Brady as one of the quarterbacks, which is pretty nuts. So it's been at least one of the two in there for a long time. Now we get we get Mitchin and Mac, so it should be it's gonna be a different feel there. But um, I still think Pittsburgh at home is the pick here. Yep, I think that's the best choice. And then your upset of the week, uh, aside from that one, is going to be the Dolphins at the Ravens. The Ravens. Three and a half point favorites at home against the Dolphins. I think this, I would take the Dolphins with the points here. I think this will be a close game, but I'm going to still pick the Ravens in yeah. this one. I just, I don't know. I feel like this is a, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a test for the Dolphins. Um, 
again, wasn't overly impressed with him either in, in mm-hmm. week one. But um, I think this should be a really good – I do think this will be a really good game. So I, I can understand the thinking of maybe the Dolphins have a chance to pull this off for sure. But uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah, maybe I'm chalking up too much to last year's game where the Dolphins completely shut down Lamar and they were blitzing basically a ton of guys every play. And some, some of the stuff they did against Mac at times uh, in the last game – I think it's going to be a good game. These are two teams that I, you know, I wish I'd kept my Dolphins pick last week. Um, maybe I'm just also making up a little bit for changing that to the Patriots at the last second because I had Miami. Um, these two, the Ravens, uh, obviously believed in them, but I think the Dolph, I think both these teams are just. I think the Dolphins are pretty solid. Maybe I'm maybe I'm looking too much into that Week One game. I don't. I think they miss some open plays. Um, so I guess there are questions if, uh, you know, Tua played fine at times, but there were a few openings that Mike McDaniel drew up that could have been even bigger plays. And yes, and but he does help having a guy like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle to, to bail you out at certain times. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I was impressed with the Ravens, but it's, at times, too, they were a little sluggish on offense. Um, and maybe it's just working some things out. Um, I thought they... Lamar looked pretty dang good, but I, I just I, I, something about what the Dolphins did last year on defense um, and what they I think they can do on offense while they drew things up. I think it's gonna be a really close game. Um, I you know I, part of me feels the Ravens. Maybe this is more my heart too. I'm just I, this is another team of our podcast. I want the Dolphins to be good again. Want want some uh, want some victories here. So should be a fun game. One that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, that I'll be keeping an eye on with all the other games going on 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 Sunday morning here in the, on the West Coast. Uh, um, so, but I'll go with the Dolphins as the upset pick. All right, to our quick picks, we go the Jets at the Browns. The Browns six and a half point favorites in this one. As we said, we were surprised that the Browns were underdogs last week against the Panthers. Not surprised to see them as almost a touchdown favorite here at home against the Jets. Uh, but um, yeah, I think you know where I'm heading in this one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Browns. I I still don't know what to make of the Browns this season. Yeah, so it's, it's just gonna be hard to figure them out. I think week to week at times, but um, I still think they win this game, and they're probably better than the Jets still at this point. Yeah, it's uh, I'm not it's not one where I expect a ton of points. I don't I don't see like a Panthers Browns final score where they're both in the 20s here. The Jets offense, especially I know we'll see what happens when Zach comes back, but they look sluggish for a lot of that game. Without that late turnover, they probably don't even get that last uh, touchdown there. It's just, I, I, you know, it's a, just a different um, animal that they're going against with, uh, you know, going from the Ravens to the Browns. And I think it's just another tough team on defense. I think the Browns at times let up and kind of some weird things happened in that game against the Panthers. So I don't see those same things necessarily occurring here. I, I still don't know what the Browns are really going to figure out the passing game over the course of the next uh, 10 weeks or how many games they have until Deshaun comes back. And even then we'll see what happens, but they were, you know, very determined to run the football, which makes sense with the guys that they do have. Um, they, they find a way to eke it out. Maybe they have a kicker now, which is a, a big time thing that with, I believe he's a fourth round pick from LSU and kid York. So that, I mean, that, that kick was very clutch and maybe a little special teams edge there for the Browns too. So I'll, I'll pick them as the winner here. Yeah, I think that is the right choice. Uh, this next one may be a little bit harder to pick. The Commanders at the Lions. The Lions, one-and-a-half-point favorites uh, in this game. And uh, obviously a very entertaining week one for, for both teams, I suppose. But that Lions-Eagles game was um, something to watch. Uh, I keep saying I think the Lions are going to be better than people think. Uh, but, you know, a couple plays go their way here or there. We're talking about a different outcome against the Eagles. I'm going to keep the momentum rolling with the Lions here. I think they win this game against uh, Washington. 
Um, again, I don't really know what to make of Washington just yet. They're one of those teams I put in that category of, I think they're kind of just a middle tier type team um, yeah. that I think week to week could sort of fluctuate. So uh, I, you know, I'm going to go with the Lions here, but maybe that's just riding the momentum of doing some good things uh, against the the Eagles. But I guess DeAndre Swift, I don't know what his injury situation is. Yeah. That's something I guess that could be big, um, which my fa- my fantasy team um, off to a <laughs> arousing 0-1 starts uh, in all leagues, uh, having DeAndre Swift is not, not ideal either. So, uh, But if he's good to go, I, I think the Lions win this game. Yeah, he himself today said he's not worried about his ankle injury. That's kind of the approach to most guys that get hurt today. So it's hard to know at this point about his availability. I, I went with the Lions too. I don't feel – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, this one I really was torn on, kind of a coin flip game in my mind. I, I think Washington did some good things at times. I know it was the Jaguars, but – they had some good play calls and, and different things in offense that they had cooking. I defense at times played pretty well in the first half. Things kind of the tides kind of turned in the second. So they're kind of a team that I, I don't know what to make of quite yet. The Lions, they're they kind of looked like the team I thought they might be, which is pretty solid on offense and pretty bad on defense. Um, I, I but I do think the Eagles had a a really uh, a tough outfit for them to be facing in that first game for that defense. Uh, there's a little more uncertainty with Carson Wentz. Uh, he looked solid for most of that game against Jacksonville, but um, I'll, yeah, I'm going with the Lions here too. I just uh, I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game potentially in this one, um, whether it be from turnovers or or just the offenses being a bit better at this point. But I think Detroit ekes it out, I, but I really don't feel great about this one. I, I'm not, I think it's a very much a coin flip game, which you know that's there's a reason why it's a point and a half spread here. Yeah, I I don't have a great feel on this one either. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess it's hard to make sense of either team at this point uh, through one game. Uh, this one intriguing because the Bucks are at the Saints. The Bucks are two and a half point favorites. No surprise there, but. We always talk about the Bucks, uh, New Orleans here against the Saints, and uh, I think we've made this mistake before, Dylan. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but okay, I picked the Bucks to win the Super Bowl, and I'm going to pick them to win this game. But man, it's uh, it's always in the back of your mind when you're picking this particular matchup here, Bucks at Saints, uh, and not really knowing what to expect. Maybe just given you know kind of the series history there, um, but I I think the Saints were. And I don't know if that's you know more about the Falcons, who we'll talk about in a bit. But I, I didn't love some of the things I saw from the Saints in Week One. But um, again, that's that's a Week One game, and like you said, you chalk it up to the wackiness sometimes. But I, I think the Bucks will will find a way to win this. But I do think it's close. I, that's why I think this spread is you know two and a half. I think this is a a really close game. But I guess I'll pick the Bucks here. Although again, I've I've not had a great history with this one so yeah it's a it's been a tough they just kind of had their number uh, the same way the Niners have had the Rams number in the regular season but in the playoffs when it mattered the Bucks did beat the Saints so they do have that capability but yeah even going back last year they uh, there's a high scoring game um, in New Orleans then you had a Sunday night game where the Saints beat the Bucks 9-0 which is such a weird just a reminder that with any one we uh, any result from one week that to take it with a grain of salt given what Tampa was still able to over the course of last season, getting to the divisional round, uh, I'm picking the Bucks too. I, 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 I know initially when we were talking about this, I was looking at the Saints, and it just felt like the inertia of all these games going back to even before Brady was there. The Saints won uh, the both games of 2019. Obviously, with Tom, it's a different 
different situation. I, I there were kind of you know sluggish things that happened in the red zone. Obviously for Tampa Bay, I was intrigued from a fantasy perspective of the usage of Julio Jones. Um, and I, but it's just the number of weapons they have, and the Saints. You know, I, maybe the Falcons are better than we thought, but the Saints didn't look fantastic for most of that game. They they made a nice late comeback, but against the Bucks defense, I just don't see that kind of panning out. So I'll go Tampa Bay, but as we've as we, you've kind of uh, painted the picture for, I do not. You know, it's a, this is a game that I will not be surprised if we're on Monday and we're like, yep, it happened again. Saints defense just went crazy and uh, found yep. a way to beat Tampa. Yeah, like you said, I would I would not be shocked by that at all. Um, just that's how it works in the series, it seems. So, yeah, uh, this next one, flip a coin. I don't know where to go with this one. Um, Panthers with the Giants. The Giants are one and a half point favorites at home. Of course, coming off the win against the Titans, Panthers come up short against the Browns. I don't know, man. Dylan, it's maybe I'm turning the Giants into the Bengals like we did uh, several seasons ago where I, I overreact to one game. Although the difference was the Bengals lost that game. Giants won their game. Um I'm going to go with Giants here. I, I think that the usage of Daniel Jones, I really like some of the things that they were doing um, in week one offensively. And, of course, Saquon, a lot of questions about him coming into the season, but I think he's he's clearly back and it's going to be a, a big-time player uh, for sure this season. And uh, Panthers, I just – you know, they've got Christian McCaffrey, but I just don't know what – I don't think the Panthers are – I just don't know. I, yeah. I think this is like – I'm admitting it. I'm not saying the Giants are, right? But I just – Giants are at home. I'll, I'll pick the Giants here. I think it's just kind of two teams that I am kind of feel – you know, I don't think they're no, – I'm not picking either of them to make the playoffs, obviously. I, they're kind of in a weird kind of tier for me. And I, the, it's like, are the Giants elevated to the level of the Panthers, which isn't that high? Maybe. Um, yeah. Christian McCaffrey didn't get, get an insane amount of touches. I think his usage could go up. And this one, um, I don't know if I just trust the Giants yet. So I'm going with the Panthers here. I, I'm excited to see what Saquon can do if he can build off an amazing debut uh, last week against the Titans. Um, I think Dable has, uh, Coach Dable has that team believing that they can win and the culture is moving in the right places. But I still think there are a few missing pieces away from getting where they want to go. Not that the Panthers are incredible, but I actually, you know, came away at times impressed with what they were able to, to figure out in that second half against the Browns. So I'll give them the W here. I think maybe just a slightly better team, but um, the Giants could, you know, prove me completely wrong if they get a rousing win here. And uh, it's definitely a world where the Giants are sitting at 2-0 going to Week 3, and I believe they have a coming up in Week 3 another game that they uh, could deem as winnable, yeah, against the Cowboys now without – um without Dak so we'll see the Giants they're, they're already an early favorite by the way in that game four point favorites against the Cowboys in week three not trying mm-hmm. to look too far ahead but if they win this game uh, that might even rise so maybe if you if you believe in the Giants like Blake maybe you should bet on the Giants over the Cowboys right now <laughs> all in on the Giants no I'm not please don't please don't quote me on that I'm not all in on the Giants just yet so um yeah not not quite the case all right oh boy do we have to do this one um the Colts are three and a half point favorites at the Jaguars. And as I said earlier, the FC South, there no one has come away a winner just yet. And we're one week into the season. Two teams have played each other. And Dylan, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I've never done before. I'm gonna pick this to be a tie. How about that? I'm gonna pick the Colts <laughs> and Jacks to tie. Because I don't know if anyone's ever won a game in this division. Uh but no, in, in all seriousness. This was tough for me. I really thought about this one. Um which you wouldn't think you would maybe have to do, but I, I don't I don't know what to make of any of these four teams just yet, but we saw what happened with the Colts play in Jacksonville towards the end of last season. 
I, I'm going to pick the Colts here, but I don't love it at all. Um, I, again, I, I don't know. Like, there are so many different takeaways I could have and opinions I could have on this division. The, the Titans are bad. Texans are better than we think. Texans are going to win the division. Colts are bad. Jags are – like, I don't know. I don't know what any of what's true and what's not. But I think coming into the season, we certainly thought the Colts would be a much better team than the Jags, probably. So I'm still going to give them a little bit of an edge there. Uh, but – this three and a half points, I think one of my better bets of the week, and I may put this into my ultimate parlay here. I think the Jags plus three and a half may be one yeah. of the better choices because I think this is a field goal game. Uh, but I'll pick the Colts to win. I don't love it though. I'm I'm I know as you can see on our sheet, I, I have the Colts winning, but I'm I'm really thinking of switching this one. Like yeah. you said, this is one that was definitely teetering on either side. The thing about Jacksonville is they. They had some mistakes that I think are fixable. Um, maybe not necessarily quickly for a young team. Penalties, blown coverages, and and you know forgetting certain plays, drop passes, those kind of things for a young team maybe aren't as fixable as for veterans. But I think they're they had the kind of mistakes you wanted to see from a younger team that was improving in other areas. Um, and it was against the Commanders. But the thing is, the Colts like they, they were not impressive. Um, for they took a late rally to to go and tie that game and. Now without with Blankenship cut and you're wondering what the, the kicking situation is. They also haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. They have lost the last seven games there, which is a pretty yeah, uh, crazy streak. That. And yeah. it's it's kind of, they've just weird things have happened every time they're down there. Obviously the the one we think about is Week 18 from last year where they had a chance to make the playoffs and lose. So I'm gonna switch the Jags. I don't feel great mm-hmm. about it. Um, but I think it's more so I feel like they're like you said I think they're going to cover here some places have it at four points I think the Colts are still a better team but uh, I don't know if it's maybe in their heads a little bit what's happened down there I think the Jags are going to play free and I don't think they're going to let what happened with it how they kind of blew that game at the end to the commanders uh, impact them here I think they'll come out swinging and yeah, I'll go with the Jags in a slight upset here. Maybe that one, if I could go back and, and next week, we'll see. I'll, I'll see the Ravens blow out the, the Dolphins. I'll be like, you know what? I should have made this my, my upset of the week, yeah. but we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> well, this next one I don't think is going to be an upset. The Falcons or the Rams. The Rams are 10.5-point favorites in this one. Um, hard to know what to make of the Falcons either. I thought you know the offense looked good at times against the Saints, which I was surprised by, uh, but maybe it's just me knocking Marcus Mariota too much. But uh, I think, he, again, he's someone I think they will – I mean, look, that he can run, and, and there's things that clearly they're they're doing well there um, to give them a chance to win that game. But I think this is this is a big bounce back spot for the Rams here, in my opinion. And I just think it doesn't set up well for the Falcons, so I'm going to take the Rams here. And, and again, I I think probably I feel like I've said this before. The Rams, I was against the Jets that one year, and I'm like, oh yeah, Rams going to dominate this game. But <laughs> I hesitate to say that. But uh, I do think the Rams probably win this by that dimensions. Yeah, they had some concerning injuries along the offensive line for the Rams. I, I do wonder how some of the guys that are going to be filling in uh, potentially for with Coleman Shelton sliding over to, to center for Brian Allen. And, yeah, it's just kind of they didn't look, you know, they were lucky to get those turnovers to keep that Bills game close in the first half. They got beat down pretty bad. So I really want to see the Rams respond uh, before I would consider this as a lock. But I'm picking them to win. I, I am a little concerned. I mean, the Falcons – did some good things in that game against the Saints. Um, Drake London looked the part um, early in that one, and overall the defense at times was flying around. Looked better than than I anticipated going into the season, but maybe it was just a one-week thing for both these teams. Um, so, yeah, I'll go the Rams as the winner, but I am 
I mean, if they lose this one, it gets really dicey for the Rams. They they need to take care of business. They, as we've talked about, they have such a tough schedule. So I'm sure McVay's uh, kind of uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic of him uh, after the game uh, with reporters being able to, from the media room, hearing him uh, yelling at the team. Not something that's happened too often. He's very uh, player first coach, and I still believe he is. But I think there's a different intensity probably with that group coming to this game. So uh, they they better win it. But I'll pick the Rams, but it's uh, maybe that ten and a half or, and ten point, depending on where you look. I, it's a little high for me. I would not. I would be staying away from that one. All right, we will speed through these other four here. The Seahawks are at the 49ers. The Niners eight and a half point favorites at home. That seems high to me, Dylan. After what we saw from yep. maybe the Seahawks, but uh, and also I, I I think rather than going too far in the wrong direction with the 49ers, I think we look at the. The weather conditions, all that, certainly played a big role in that, that game against the Bears. I think that's the week one wackiness at its height. Um, so I don't know that I'm I'm ready to go too far in the opposite direction on the Niners after one game. Uh, disappointing for sure, but Seahawks the same. I don't think I'm willing to go too far in the other direction just because they beat the Broncos at home. Um, you know, highly emotional game with Russell Wilson return. So I think it flips back the opposite way here. But that eight and a half, I don't love that. Uh, but I do think the 49ers win this game. And with George Kittle potentially coming back, it's kind of up in the air right now. That that could make a difference. But I, you know, may, I may be uh, a bit lower on the Niners than I thought I'd be at this point. I think their defense is really good, but it's really the interior of the offensive line just didn't got beat up. And I know it's in the rain, but that that's something that is a bit concerning for me over the course of the year. I think I picked the Niners to win this game. I think they're a better team still. That the forecast does show at the moment rain in Santa Clara, so the rain might be falling the Great. 49ers around. Great um, as a Trey Lance fantasy owner here. I'm, I'm just really thrilled about this start to the season. <laughs> I think it could pan out. And the good thing is he had some schemed up open plays. So I think for Trey, over the depending on what if they can block up front, I think things could work out fine for him. Seattle, on the flip side, you know they're just juiced up for that last game. They came out firing on defense, second and defense. I mean, but still, they could have easily lost that game if the Broncos just executed a bit better in the red zone. Second half, this after a, a solid offensive first half, the Seahawks did nothing with the ball in that second half. So I think the Niners' defense, they still did a lot of good things against the Bears. I think they're the they they take over this one, even if the offense struggles, they get the win. But the eight and a half, little too high for me. Again, just kind of like the Rams, where I want to see it from these teams that I believe can be Super Bowl contenders that just didn't have the best uh, week one performances. All right. The uh, Texans and the Broncos, it's kind of a similar situation here. It feels like Dylan Broncos are nine and a half point favorites in this one. I feel like there's a bunch of like bounce back lines here where you're looking at teams to bounce back in a big way, like the Rams, the Niners, yeah. the Broncos, We've talked about these all pretty, you know, touchdown or more lines here. So I think it makes sense. Uh, pick the Broncos here in this one. Although I did like some things I saw from the Texans. Yeah. And uh, I think they may be better than I, I was giving them credit for. But I don't know if it shows up in this game. And that nine and a half maybe seems a little high to me as well here. Uh, but uh, I think the Broncos. Yeah, Houston looks solid. Uh, special teams-wise, did some good things in that game. Overall, um, still think that Denver, though, as you mentioned, they're a better team. I think they'll just they had they had that game to win. That was some you know we we can we're not going to talk too much about the end of that uh, game with the, yeah. the decision making and all that. But even before that, getting three points on, on three possessions inside the five is just not something that's probably going to happen again. I think with Russell Wilson, I still think he played really well and you know had some 
throws that he probably would want to have back where he underthrew guys where they could have given him a better chance to to go and, and, and get more yards. But oh against Houston, yeah, Denver at home, I think they, they I don't think they crumble under the pressure after losing that last game. I think they rise and, and get a W here. Yep. I am in agreement on that one. Cardinals at the Raiders, Raiders five and a half point favorites in this one. Uh boy, the Cardinals did not look great. Um to say the least. Uh but again, I, I don't think you take anything away from the Chiefs on that either. But Raiders, they had their chances too against the Chargers. Uh, that was a, a very competitive game as we expected. But yeah, this was—I didn't really think a lot about this one. I think the Raiders are the pick here. Um, just don't know what to make of the Cardinals after just getting, you know, yeah, the, the Chiefs yeah. just did whatever they wanted against the Cardinals. So. And we've talked about how without DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray's just looked like a different quarterback at times. It's still going to be without him, obviously. Here, not that the Raiders looked fantastic at all times I, thought, I actually came away pretty impressed with the Raiders defense against a Charger team that had a chance to you know they still give up 24 but they could have given up more points uh, I thought they ended up showing up pretty well the offensive line for the Raiders still a question mark for me but I don't think the Cardinals have as many guys like a like a Mac and a Bosa you know that can completely impact the game Watts questionable to play probably would play but along the rest of that defensive line I just don't see them having the same issues there so I think Derek plays a bit better game we saw the connection that he had with Devontae Adams on full display and you got the other guy you know Hunter Renfro didn't get a target until the third quarter I think these guys will be in play more so the Raiders are the pick the spread maybe too high for me at five and a half but yeah the Cardinals just like you said did not come away too impressed with what they put out in week one all right, and the Bears at the Packers, the only game we have left here. Uh, another kind of similar situation. These lines, like, it is, is fascinating yeah. how, how similar a lot of these are. Uh, Packers are nine-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Bears, so another one that is pretty far up there in terms of looking at a team that could bounce back in a big way here. Yeah. Uh, I think the Packers do. I am also not going to be quick to overreact to the Bears in week one. Um <laughs> I just I'm not there yet. Uh, maybe I will, I will certainly be there if they win this game, but uh, I think the Packers will be able to bounce back in a big way. Obviously, Alan Lazard would be a big part of that if he's back on the field after the Packers. Yeah, I think they're going to be just fine. They again they had like not just that drop, but a few little mistakes in the game against the Vikings where it could have been a much closer affair. I think than this one they get back on track. I know the Bears are going to be playing hard. They're excited after that last game, but. Not going to overreact too quickly to them. Um, thought about this as a lock, but I didn't. You know, it's still kind of the, the dicey and seeing what the passing game for the Packers over the course of the whole year looks like and develops into. I think it has a chance still to be pretty good. Obviously, they have Aaron Rodgers, but uh, at this point in time, I think the Bears do enough to keep it maybe a little closer um, or at least strike later to in the game to make it into an eight-point or seven-point game. But I think the Packers still a much better football team, so not too hard of a pick here. All right, Dylan. We wrap it up with our parlays. Um, we started to add these in last week. I don't even remember what it was, to be honest with you, but I know it was probably bad for mine. Um, so I'm going to go a different direction this week, and I'm feeling pretty good about this one, okay? All right, Dylan. My betting lock, I have to include the betting lock, right? Like that's, that's You have to put that in here. So the Bills, 9.5 point favorites home. I like that one. I also, I've got to remember what I just said here. I also like the Jags, plus 3.5 against the Colts. I think that's the other one I'm going to put in there. And then one more here I found that I think I feel okay about. Um, I don't know, though. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm wavering on this one. Um, but, I mean, I think it's the Steelers. I think I'm going to I'm gonna pick the Steelers straight up money line against the Patriots. Yep. I think that is 
that is the next big, you know, play, I think, for me. So Bills minus nine and a half, Steelers straight up against the Patriots, and Jags plus three and a half against the Colts. What did you get for the odds on that one? I was trying to look at you. I know, I'm trying to put this in. All right, I'll let you go with yours, yeah. and then I'll tell you what the odds are right, uh, so, that I found. Here. So I was curious on what the so I went with uh, my betting lock the same way. I doubled down on your betting lock, so I went with Bengals plus or minus seven and a half, Bills minus nine and a half, and then I, the same one I've been kind of honing in on this whole time, even though the odds aren't fantastic for the Steelers and the money line. I picked them to win, so that got, gave me plus six sixty five. So bet a hundred to win six sixty five. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, I like that. I, I thought about the other ones. I looked at kind of potentially adding in there. I know tonight is a little early, but I was going to pick the, the Chiefs on the on the, the spread, even yeah. though I don't know for sure. I just thought that maybe that one could be get thrown in there. I like the Jaguars covering. That's a that's a good one. I and um, if I really wanted to get dicey, I'd go with the Dolphins. But I'm I know I picked them as my upset of the week, but I'm going to stay away in this uh, parlay. Yeah, I would say stay away. So, um, there you go. There are our parlay picks for the week. And, um, yeah, should be a, another fun week in the NFL. Hopefully a little bit more understanding of where teams are at after week two, I think, versus week one. We always say it. It's a, it's just a hard week to yeah. kind of gauge a lot. But there are some takeaways for sure. But uh, I think we learn a lot more in week two. All right, Dylan, got it all covered over Clutch Points. Let everybody know they can find everything there. You can follow the week two games in the Clutch Points app. Follow our predictions, betting previews on clutchpoints.com in the NFL section. If you search bold predictions, you'll get all the the game-by-game, team-by-team predictions. Search NFL odds. All those odds pieces should be coming out by Friday or Saturday. Check it all out there. And as always, I'll be sure to subscribe to the podcast. The podcast has to use search for that massive